This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Well, first of all, I hope everyone had a great Christmas or whatever you celebrate. Um, I had a lovely one. Thank you. And uh, now we turn to other things. The legendary Johnny Bauer, the former Maple Leaf goalie, died yesterday of pneumonia at the age of 93. It's a very common medical issue for Zoomers, and not only can it be deadly, it can contribute to life-threatening and life-altering conditions like dementia. There are 75,000 cases annually, and 600 Ontarians die of the disease. So it's a good time to go over the facts and figures because we are heading into peak flu season, and pneumonia is often a complication of the flu, which means flu shots are the first line of defense. Now, I'm going to give you the numbers to call before we go to our expert. If you have questions about this or comments about this, um, I think it's something that people don't think about often enough. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, let's go to Dr. Don Bowdish, who is the Canada Research Chair on Aging and Immunity at McMaster University and the McMaster Institute for Research on Aging. Dr. Bowdish, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for bringing up this important issue. I'm so happy to be here. Okay, great. Um, as we're very glad you are here. So uh, do, do people underestimate the severity of pneumonia and, and who is at risk for it? Absolutely. So we tend to be a little bit complacent about infections because we think of pneumonia as just a really bad cold. But in fact, it's very different. It's a lung infection, and it means that our our lungs are filling up with fluid. And the problem with pneumonia as we get older is not only can the acute infection be very serious, but like you mentioned in your introduction, it can actually accelerate or exacerbate other conditions like lung health issues or dementia or cardiovascular disease. So to give us as many years of long, healthy, active life as we would want, we need to really make sure that we're doing all we can to prevent pneumonia. Uh, okay, Kay, I was surprised when I read that it can contribute to dementia. I mean, I get how it can contribute to the other things. Can you explain mm-hmm. why that well, is? I, I wish we had a definitive answer for why, but looking at large studies where we look at hundreds or thousands of individuals who've had pneumonia and looking at uh, the results of cognitive tests they may have done beforehand and looking at those same tests after they've recovered from pneumonia, 
researchers have found that there is, in fact, an acceleration or an increased risk of getting uh, dementia and, and the other di- um, diseases I discussed. We don't, in truth, we don't have an answer as to why this is, but we think what happens is that as we get older, we have these very strong inflammatory responses um, that don't seem to resolve or go away after the infection. And so they increase our levels of inflammation, and this is why we become more susceptible to other diseases that have inflammation as a common root. In truth, we're, my lab is really uh, investigating to understand this link, but we don't have a definitive answer for why this link exists. We just know that it exists. And um, how come pneumonia is so often a complication from the flu? That's, that's a great question. So it looks like what happens is when you get the influenza infection, the very immune system immune responses that you need to save yourself from that infection compromise the immune responses you need to deal with bacterial pneumonia. So what happens is there's this two-week period where you're sort of recovering from your influenza infection where you're very, very susceptible to a bacterial pneumonia that follows it. And in fact, a lot of the deaths are not due to the primary influenza infection, but they're due to this this weakness or this vulnerability um, in the bacterial pneumonia that follows. So this is why when we talk about preventing pneumonia, we have to also talk about preventing influenza and getting vaccinations for both the influenza, but also for uh, pneumococcal pneumonia. Okay. Uh, I just have a couple of questions before we get to the phones. Uh, So... uh, the flu vaccine is a first line of defense. We're heading into peak flu season. So I gather there's still time to get a flu shot, but not a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, the earlier you get it, the, the longer you're protected for. But in Canada, especially in southern Ontario, our flu season actually can go into May. So it's still, if you haven't got it yet, this is a great time to do it. It's also, I always try to get my family and myself vaccinated before the holiday season because, of course, uh, you know, getting together with families, especially families with young children, young children tend to be great transmitters of infections like influenza to their loving grandparents. Um, So one of the things I I try to do in my own family is make sure that we're all vaccinated before we're going to be spending a lot of time with the uh, older adults in our life. Okay. Uh, Let's take a call from Lorraine in Cambridge. Hi, Lorraine. Hi. Um, I recently had, in in this, I'm allergic to mold, which I guess most people are, and during this recent um, thaw between snows, um, I thought I had a... um, uh, an allergic reaction. Um, it's mostly sinuses and in my upper, like, throat area that I have this cough. And I wonder if that could be, become pneumonia. I've had my pneumonia shot and my flu shot and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly what can happen is if we're a little bit run down and, compli- you know, we're a little bit compromised, then things that are upper respiratory tract infections like common colds, you, you know, we can become a little bit compromised and more susceptible to pneumonia. The um, difference between an upper respiratory tract infection, which would include common colds and sort of allergic-like um, inflammation and pneumonia, is pneumonia is in the lungs, not in the upper respiratory tract. And the symptoms are generally uh, fever, feeling run down, tightness in the chest, a lot of lethargy. So uh, certainly if you have any questions, you should totally go to your family doctor and have them uh, just listen to your breathing, maybe send you for a chest x-ray if you're worried. But uh, generally the symptoms of pneumonia would be a bit more severe than what you would expect with a common cold. Okay, then. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye, Lorraine. Bye. 
Okay. Uh, again, if you have questions for Dr. Bowdish, the numbers to call 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-740-4740. We're talking about pneumonia and mostly how to avoid it and how dangerous it can be. Uh, Dr. Bowdish, you've mentioned bacterial pneumonia. There are other kinds, are there not? That, that's right. So, Unfortunately, we currently only have a vaccine for the most common cause of pneumonia in older adults, which is a bacteria called Streptococcus pneumonia. So the vaccines for that, there's two of them, they're called Prevnar or Pneumovax. Pneumonia can be caused by other types of bacteria, and we don't have any vaccines for that. Uh, And it can also be caused by viruses. There can be viral pneumonia. So Although, you know, we want everyone to be vaccinated to protect them, that won't reduce or eliminate all causes of pneumonia because there are other bacteria and viruses that can cause it as well. Okay. And uh, so you mentioned the flu vaccine. The flu vaccine, by the way, is covered for people who are over 65 in Ontario. So uh, I'm sorry, I meant the uh, pneumonia vaccine. Mm -hmm. So people should get that pneumonia vaccine. That's right. And so our current recommendations are there's actually two versions of the pneumonia vaccine. And it turns out that older adults are best protected if they've had both of them. So generally what your family doctor will do is give you the one that's called Prevnar first and then ask you to come back a year later and give you the Pneumovax vaccine. Now, if uh, you have any other conditions, the doctor, your family doctor may recommend that you get vaccinated even if you're not over 65. So, for example, if you're a heavy smoker, if you've had a past history of pneumonia, if you have chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or other lung health issues, you may also be covered by our um, health insurance plans because uh, we know that people who are in their 50s and above can also be quite vulnerable if they have these other pre-existing conditions. Okay, good to know. Uh, let's go to Ron in East York. Hi, Ron. Good afternoon. I was wondering, I have the flu now. Also, I suffer from asthma. Mm-hmm. Is it too late to get the shot because it won't do any good? I'm told if you get the shot when you have it, it makes it even worse and lasts longer. So, um, I, unfortunately, if you're in the middle of a influenza um, uh, infection right now, oftentimes we don't recommend getting vaccinated if you have a fever, for example, um, and it's unlikely to reduce the uh, time that you're ill, um, and it may not be as effective. So if you've got a laboratory-confirmed case of influenza, then the recommendation is to, to not vac- vaccinate while you're ill. However, um, you can certainly get vaccinated afterwards because the current vaccine actually includes multiple different strains of influenza. So that will then protect you against the other strains that are in the in the, the flu vaccine. Okay, then thank you very much. Okay, I'm Ron, sorry you your take holidays care. Were ruined. Pardon? I'm sorry your holidays were ruined by influenza. <laughs> yes. You take care, Ron. Yeah, have a good holiday. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, uh, Richard in Oakville. Hi, Richard. Hi. Listen, I was just wondering, how often should you have the pneumonia shot? I was told that you have it once, and that should be for life. Is that true? 
That's right. So, like I said, there's two versions of it, and older adults are best protected if they get both versions. So, uh, and this is a recommendation that's just changed in the past couple years. So, uh, if you've had uh, the Prevnar 13 is usually the one older adults get, then your doctor will ask if you would like to have a booster to get the second version, and that's the optimal protection. After that point, there's really no reason to get any more boosters. We don't have any evidence that uh, getting more than these two different vaccines is helpful at this point. Okay, that's great. Thank you very much. No problem. You're welcome. Okay, uh, we've got Jamie in North York. Hi, Jamie. Hello, hi. Yes, I'm calling regarding, um, are you guys familiar with this, this new Australia virus that's going around and um, I've I've had this for about a couple of days and I was almost sure that I was going to get pneumonia because I was just so really, really sick with this new strain of virus. And my question is, I'm only 40 years of age. Now, can people my age... Um, can really get pneumonia from this new um, this new Australian virus that seems to be going worldwide. Well, I'm not precisely sure which virus you're mentioning, but certainly just mm-hmm. like how influenza can leave your immune system weak to bacterial pneumonia, mm-hmm. other viruses can do this as well. So oftentimes when we have a really bad uh, virus circulating, we'll see that there's a little spike in pneumonia cases as well. So certainly it's something to keep an eye on. And again, you know, if you have the symptoms of pneumonia, yeah. you will want to, you know, the tightness in the chest, the fever, the extreme lethargy, maybe a bad cough, um, You'll certainly want to have your doctor go and look at that because that's something you can get pneumonia at any age. Uh, men tend to do worse than women with pneumonia, so that's something you'll want to be yeah. uh, very careful about. Um, yeah. And so you'll definitely want to go and have it looked at because you can get antibiotics, and the sooner you get the antibiotics for the bacterial component, the bacterial pneumonia, not the virus, but if, if it does proceed to a bacterial pneumonia, yeah. that will definitely improve your outcome. So if you if you do have those symptoms, I'd recommend going to your family doctor. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Dr. Bowdish, there's mm-hmm. also this thing that's called walking pneumonia. What is that exactly? That's right. That's right. So that's a, a very unusual bacteria called mycoplasm. And it's called walking pneumonia because people uh, tend to get really run down and they tend to, you know, maybe have a bit of a cough, doesn't seem too serious, but are really lethargic. And it's walking pneumonia because unlike the sort of standard pneumonia where you're in bed, you feel really, really ill, you're clearly sick, this sort of creeps up on you and you just feel really run down for a long time. So then by the time somebody goes to a doctor, maybe they've had it for a couple weeks, they get a chest x-ray and sure enough, they've got pneumonia. And this is because this particular bacteria just doesn't give us the same sort of fever and sick feeling, but it is very serious. So if you do have a period where you've just really felt really run down and you just can't seem to catch up on your sleep and you're, you know, you're feeling really unwell, but you don't have that sort of stereotypical, you know, strong fever, certainly that's a good conversation to have with your family doctor. Mm -hmm. And what about, uh, do you have chest symptoms with that? Like, do you wheeze? Um... Some people do. It depends a little bit on the person. So some people almost have no symptoms, except maybe if, you know, if they're a runner or they're exercise, they find they can't do as much. Um, Other people do have the tightness in the chest and the sort of cough and wheeze. 
Um, so, yeah, so in either case, you should probably get it looked. Anytime you, you notice that there's a change in your lung function, you know, if you all of a sudden can't go up two flights of stairs anymore or you feel uh, really exhausted after doing a little bit of exercise that previously would have been part of your daily routine, then it's definitely time to have a, a chat about your lung health with a family doctor. Okay. Uh, Dr. Bowdish, what would you like to leave us with on this? One of the things I'd like to leave your your um, listeners with is it's not just getting old that um, that predisposes us to infections like pneumonia. It's also some of the health issues that come with being older. So as an example, type 2 diabetics are much more susceptible to pneumonia. And so uh, people with lung disease are much more susceptible. So you really have to manage any of those chronic health conditions that come with age and make sure you're doing the best you can to take care of those chronic conditions. And that indirectly will help prevent getting sick with uh, infections like pneumonia. Okay. Dr. Don Bowdish, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, do you think that Canada should prosecute people who go overseas to join jihadi groups? Yes, that really was a question. <laughs> We're going to be talking about that and also um, the developments in the world of terror over the last year with Ross McLean. I'm going to give you the numbers before we go to break. They are 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And we'll be back after these messages. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.